On today's show, Ford posts record profits in the first quarter of the year. Continental says its 48-volt hybrid system can improve fuel economy by 25%. And Delta Wing Technologies is working on electric motors for EVs. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily for April 28th of 2016. Ford posted strong earnings that exceeded analysts' expectations in the first quarter of the year, thanks to strong sales of crossovers and pickups in North America. Globally, the company sold 1.7 million vehicles in the first three months of 2016. That's nearly a 10% gain compared to last year. That helped push its total revenue up 11% to about $38 billion. Ford's pre-tax profit soared 123% to $3.8 billion, which is a record for any quarter for the company. And its net income was equally impressive, hitting $2.5 billion, which is up 108%. But despite Ford's success recently, Bloomberg reports that it hasn't won over investors because of concerns that the U.S. market has peaked. Ford's stock price is up from the start of the month, but it's still below where it was at the beginning of the year. But perhaps these latest numbers will convince investors it's time to buy. Say, have you seen any of our coverage from the Beijing Auto Show? It's up at the AutoLine website right now. And one of the things we uncovered there is that the Ford Motor Company is not only going to start selling the Raptor in China, it's going to offer its full lineup of performance vehicles. John Lawler, the CEO of Ford of China, told us they're going to offer the Fiesta and Focus ST, the Focus RS, the Mustang, the Raptor, and the Ford GT to Chinese car buyers. Lawler says that Chinese enthusiasts are well aware of these models and are eager to see them in China. While Mitsubishi is facing investigations from the EPA and California Air Resources Board, after it revealed it manipulated results from fuel economy tests in Japan. That prompted the company's North American operations to get out in front of the scandal and retest its vehicles sold in the U.S. It reevaluated 2013 to 2017 model year vehicles and says they are compliant with U.S. regulations. But as we reported earlier in the week, the improper tests go back to 1991, so it's possible older vehicles are affected. Mitsubishi's market value has nearly been cut in half since it admitted to the cheating. And still to come, luxury buyers in China are much younger than in the U.S. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, breakthrough technologies for lightweight vehicles. Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. And by Borg Warner. Feel good about driving. Millennials are beginning to buy more and more new cars. They now account for 27% of all new car sales, which is up from 18% in 2010. But as this group becomes more prominent, automakers need to shift how they reach out to this segment. That's because millennials get their news and information from the internet and social media instead of traditional media outlets. But according to L2 Inc., automakers aren't doing a good job of this and are far behind other industries when it comes to social media engagement. Facebook used to be the go-to place for interaction, 
But that's no longer the case. It's more about quality than quantity now. However, automakers continue to increase the frequency of Facebook posts despite declining engagement. The report says automakers need to have a better presence on Instagram and Snapchat, and only 11% of automakers are active on the latter. It's important for automakers to try and reach millennials because even though they aren't a huge segment of new car buyers now, they will be their customers in the future. And speaking of young buyers, it might shock you just how young new car buyers in China actually are. Two of the executives we interviewed at the Beijing Auto Show talked about the age groups that will go after their vehicles. Peter Horbury, the executive VP of design for Geely, tells us it will market its new city crossover, called the M Grand GS, to 22-year-olds. And Dean Scholey, who's the brand director at Cadillac China, says that 50% of new luxury buyers in the country are 35 and younger, and at Cadillac, it's 32 years old. Those are some pretty staggering stats, and it just goes to show how different all the world's markets can really be. Coming up next, Continental shows off the latest version of its 48-volt hybrid system, and the people that brought you the Delta Wing race car want to power future EVs. For the people at Dow, racing is a sport and a science. We enjoy one and learn from the other. But like most competitive people, we like winning at both. This is the human element at work. Dow. Many experts believe that 48-volt electrical systems are the wave of the future when it comes to hybrid vehicles. And supplier Continental just released the second generation of its gasoline technology car that boasts some very impressive fuel economy gains. Let's start with how the system works. An electric motor that runs off a belt is integrated between the engine and transmission. There's also two clutches that are mounted on either side of the electric motor that allow the gasoline engine to be completely decoupled from the system. This has a number of benefits. The car can run solely off the electric motor at constant speed and low engine load. It allows for pure electric starts, which is good during stop and go traffic, and better optimization of the regenerative braking system. Continental says the entire system yields about a 25% improvement in fuel economy when compared with the reference vehicle, which is a Ford Focus with a three-cylinder EcoBoost and stop-start technology. It's currently working with Scheffler and Ford on the project. And in other electrified news, did you know that Delta Wing Technologies, yeah, the same company that has close ties with Panos and developed the wild Delta Wing race car, is working on electric motors for EVs? <laughs> kind of surprised me too. But the company has partnered with DHX Electric Machines and is in the preliminary stages of coming out with an electric motor that kicks out a whopping 340 horsepower, but because of its small size, about 7 inches by 7 inches, and lightweight casting, it only weighs about 45 pounds. Delta Wing is also working on other electric motors that are further along in the development process and that come in a range of outputs for a number of different applications. Here's a picture of an 80 horsepower unit that could be used in an electric vehicle in front of a conventional one and a half horsepower motor and next to a coffee cup, very, very small. It's amazing to see how far along electric technology has come and I can start to understand why so many people are bullish on the segment. 
That wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching and making AutoLine Daily a part of your day.